Hello, and welcome to a very special four-part episode of the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast. Through the last few years, Josh and I have dissected and looked at what are the areas of our life, our relationships that have either added or taken away areas of deep fulfillment in our life. Today, we really dive into the topic of freedom. We truly believe that unless we have this inner sense of freedom, that we cannot be truly fulfilled. So we really dive into a few different aspects of freedom, relationship freedom, financial freedom, and sexual freedom. Thanks and enjoy part four, sexual freedom and relationships. Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast, where we focus on bridging success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner. How would you know that if you felt free sexually in your relationship. This is a, a pretty big tension point for a ton of relationships. You know, there's, again, there's always the stereotype too that you always see in, uh, you know, TV sitcoms or whatever. And it's, uh, you know, the guy always wanting to have sex and the woman's like, no, no, no. And it's like, that's, that's typically not the case, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and that's just one example of one person not feeling you know, sexually free in the relationship. And, and it could look a multitude of ways, but how would you feel like you were feeling free sexually in your relationship? That's a great question. I feel the energy. I'm thinking of the words for it. So to me, the, the sexual freedom would be to have the trust in the relationship. So to first have the trust and the range. Range meaning um, if we have trust uh, and we have range, then I can get out of the way and I can show up and feel into what the relationship needs and give it that. So to me, um, when I've not felt, when I feel like there's all these rules or um, I don't really feel like I can be just a dominant man, if you will. So to me, this is coming from a man, um, but I feel like there's rules or structure. I find that I, I shut down more. Um, because it's like, oh, there's rules or they get angry or there's like, it's all this stuff. And it's like, I lose a lot of that part of me. Um, and when I felt free is when I feel like it's all good. Like whatever I do is good. So, um, to me, it's like, I can feel into the presence and sometimes it's cuddling or massaging or like, oh, they really need to be pampered today. That's what I'm feeling. Or other times it's like, they need to be taken or I have some, or I'm thinking like, you know what? I'm not in the mood tonight. We're just going to chill and let's just spend time together. And then the energy will change. But I feel like I have the full freedom to feel into that energy and become whatever it is. So it gives, to me, it's really fulfilling because it's not like routine to me because I'm feeling into each moment and allowing the moment to dictate itself. And, um, so yeah, I think that's the, and it's like, for me, actually, what I really desire is um, with the variety where we have the freedom to also explore a little bit and um, meaning, um, hey, like I, I really like variety and I am a, an, I'd say a dominant alpha, alpha type man, but I'm very sensitive emotionally 
and um, have some femininity to me. So to me, um, I, I subscribe to the David Dida's, you know, the work, the way of the superior man where I am monogamous. However, I love the variety. And so that's why I've probably been single and been on this journey for so long. And so to me, what's been the most fulfilling in just different partners is the freedom to explore creativity in almost role playing, if you will. So it's almost like I get to still experience if we've been together for a while and I could say, Hey, meet me at this bar at this time. And create, I could create some, I could feel into what's needed to create some edge or some spark or some change in the relationship. And I can create the moment. I could say, Hey, I bought you a ticket. Meet me in this city at this place. Or I could say, meet me at this restaurant or this bar or whatever it is. And I could create a scenario and she'd, she'd be open to playing it with me and going into that place to me because it's like, it's not the repetitiveness. Cause I feel like as a man or a, a masculine partner, my job is to create vi- vi- uh, variety by planning dates and to taking care of things and to like being more of that masculine is how I create variety in the relationship. Um, and I also create variety sexually from how I'm pursuing or hunting. Um, um, but to me, what I found is, if I don't have the full range, like if the partner doesn't feel safe with me to let me go wherever I feel the energy is, then I, it becomes more routine because then I'm like, I'm like looking for where she's at and, 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 and going, okay, well she's in this mood and this and this. So this seems last time she got mad about this, this and this. So, so it's like, it becomes a heady conversation and, and the partners that are just like surrender, if you will, to me, um, it's amazing because I can, it's a, such a gentleness that I can feel of what's needed. And sometimes I'm like, oh, we're changing everything up and going here or doing this. Or, uh, sometimes it's like, no, tonight's really gentle. I feel like there's a, you need to be held or a sacredness to this. And so, and then other times if I felt like, you know, I'm feeling kind of monotonous or for me as a man, if I'm around and I'm craving variety, which as a single man, you would just, you know, maybe go out and date or do whatever to create variety. Then I could, I'd have the freedom to say, Hey babe, can we role play tonight? This sounds fun. What sounds like a fantasy? Can we go do this? And you become this person. I become this person. And to me, I'm getting to explore other aspects of my psyche, other aspects of uh, different parts of me that would typically only show up through other partners. And now I'm getting to experience my same partner with these other aspects. Um, and I get to experience her and the variety with her because she may do her hair different or she may dress up different. And it, again, it's the same for each other. So it's not like it's going to be that far off of each other. But just somebody who's open to that type of variety for me feels totally free. And um, I'd also say who's a little bit, I did one of those sex tests a little while ago. Randomly, I found out, I don't even know what it was, some sensuality. And it says I'm more kinky. <laughs> it's more my thing, like things that are a little taboo which makes sense, right? The whole role play thing is a little bit more taboo in general. So to me, um, that's super fulfilling. And then I'd also say um, I am emotionally, I am also emotionally. So somebody who's also okay at times where we can light the can like be very like romantic and they're open to it. So it sounds funny, but some women aren't as, it's kind of like, what, like, let's get to it type of energy. And I like the range. I like the range of being able to take them in the moment and feel the energy really strong and, you know, handcuff them or take them on, on when they walk in the door or in the house or in public or wherever. Uh, also the same freedom to light candles and to have like an evening of foreplay is to me is just as fulfilling, sometimes more fulfilling um, on that other extreme. 
and and then also all the varieties of role play and um, where we're kind of exploring different parts of our psyche and seeing each other from different sides, which to me would really fulfill the the dominant man of me of feeling like I have variety or feeling like I have the many through my one partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that would be the kind of the full range in um, in my one. So I'm not out there playing and exploring with because that doesn't really fulfill me. I'm so emotionally connected, but experiencing that range in a partner would be super fulfilling to me because I'd be seeing other parts of me. I'd be seeing other parts of them. Um, I'd be creating variety. They'd be creating variety. And it, to me, it feels very safe um, because we have the safety of each other, um, but we get the variety to create the unknown. And I think that's to me, the part that's like, because uh, I relate to what you said earlier, Scott, I, I have sometimes like, oh my gosh, I get into a partnership and I'm like, oh my God, forever. And if I focus on that, sometimes I can get over a little overwhelmed and uh, it feels almost like, oh, it's like, a, and, but, I, but when I trace it down, it's that variety piece. So to me, that's what I've been asking is the question is how do you create variety? How do you create newness? How do you create change? Because I'm such a growth junkie and such a change guy that I think I just crave change so deeply because um, I'm always changing. So to me, to have somebody open to change and flexibility and range and all that would yeah. be super fulfilling. Yeah, and, and I think that's just it because you, along with so many other people, men and women, it's it's about having this freedom to express who you are. And again, from the previous example, from a non-judgmental place of like, hey, this is what I'm feeling now in the present because how I'm feeling yesterday may be different than how I'm feeling now and my sexual desires may be different a week from now, and they may be even more radically different two months from now. And to feel free to express and explore, you know, all these different facets of who we are as an individual, right? And to be able to have that discussion and to have that freedom to say, hey, well, you know, I hear what you're saying and I respect that, but hmm, I don't know if that works for me. Or yeah, I, I would love to explore that even more, but mm, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. And having that freedom, because are you always going to align? Absolutely not. But what, <laughs> So here, here's the interesting that I have found that more often than not, a lot of times men, even when you start the courting process, are so scared shitless to express themselves and their desires to their partner because they're afraid of, you know, maybe scaring somebody off or, you know, we want to adhere to, to what they want to hear. And there ends up being uh, this kind of layer of um, incongruity and not, you know, being completely forthright that the partners in the relationship can definitely feel. He can feel it or she can feel it. it, it, it it's definitely there. And I, I feel that when you can really ex- express that, and it, it may not be in alignment with that other person, but there is something about the feeling of safety to know it's like, well, like, hey, I'm kind of laying a lot of this out and this is where I am and you know, this is kind of what I want. You know, what do you think about that? You know, is that something you're into? Can we do a little bit of dance? Um, I've noticed more times than not that uh, it's usually received really well, even if it's not part of their thing. Um, The one thing that I do know is everyone has something that is a little out there, a little perverted, a little dark. And 
if they thought, God, if anybody knew, everybody has something. <laughs> like everybody has something that's a little bit off that if they thought their community or the world at large knew you have this kinky little thing that they would completely disown you, but everybody has something. Everybody has something. And it, it, it's so interesting. Um, and what I have found too is that a lot of times when you express that, even if the other partner isn't necessarily into maybe that particular thing or like, hey, I'm really into role playing. The other one's like, yeah, I don't know. I've done role playing. It's not my thing. Or I'm really into being tied up or, you know, I like getting beat or I like being the submissive one or the dominant one. Or, you know, I like bringing, you know, an extra guy into the relationship or an extra girl. Uh, a lot of times if they're not necessarily into it, but they know that that is a big turn on for their partner they get into it just because they know what a big turn on it is for their partner. So, um, and, you know, I think really having that freedom to express who you are. And I, and, and I think, um, you know, I'll only speak for men is a lot of times we hide that because we're afraid of what the women will think. I mean, when you can get to a point in your relationship, you know, the one thing that, that I love about Michelle is that um, you know, it's taken a lot of communication, but the transparency that we have, you know, I'm, I'm monogamous with her, but like, there's still this part of me that just loves to flirt and bring in beautiful feminine energy around. And, you know, we'll walk down the street or we'll go to a, a concert or something. And be like, oh my God, that girl is just so beautiful. And she's like, yeah, she is beautiful. And I feel like I, I I'm free that I don't have to just hide who I am just because, I'm with this one woman and that all of a sudden I don't have eyes for anybody else. And I think that's really scary for men because we still have this um, appreciation for the beautiful feminine. And, um, you know, I can't tell you how many men are afraid to express that they even, you know, think about other women or that they, you know, find other women attractive. Um, you know, there, there are so many relationships where the masturbation comes into play. And there's so many times where the woman um, can express to the man that like she masturbates or the guys feel really guilty when he masturbates um, and is afraid to tell her and has to like hide it from them. You know, obviously there's, you know, healthy masturbation and unhealthy masturbation, but when you can feel like, you know, that's all part of the sexual domain when you feel, when I feel like you can feel free in that domain, and maybe the freedom is like, eh, she doesn't really care and doesn't doesn't want to know, and I can just do my thing, and yeah, I don't have to tell her, but I just feel free doing it. Um, that's a sense of freedom, you know. The, the other side where it's like, ah, yeah, you know, maybe she wants me to tell her, or whatever it happens to be. Um, to be able to express who you are and the level of sexuality that you have in your life or even lack thereof. Most people don't have the same drive and that's so, but you need to talk about it and you need to figure out where the other person's at because where I've seen more conflict um, come into play is when one person has these desires and is afraid to even bring it up to their spouse. They're like, Oh, they're just, you know, they just don't want it or they'll, they, they would never even understand and they start looking for that outside of the marriage in unhealthy ways. And so I think when you can really bring a lot of that communication into play and do it in a space that's safe, you know, don't, don't do it while you guys are arguing or, or do it, you know, when there's other people around, do it when it's light and loving environment. Um, I think that when you can get that dynamic into the relationship, 
the freedom that you have um, just really starts to skyrocket the happiness and fulfillment in a relationship. And I, I, I think it's a really big thing to do. Um, you know, and look, hey, I, I've been married for you know years now, and you know, part of you know, our process is like, how do we always bring um, newness? And like you said, new vitality and, you know, interesting intimacy in the relationship. Because the one thing that I think we have to uh, kind of put to the side is this expectation that it has to look like it used to look like, right? You, you mentioned earlier that, you know, we have a lot of angst from, uh, reality not meeting expectations. You know, I think that's one of the major causes of unhappiness is when we have these expectations and they're not met. And so when we expect them to be like they used to be, you know, we sometimes bring in anxiety and unhappiness into our life. Now that doesn't mean that we have to settle. Shit, the 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 sex vitality and all of that could be even better. It's just probably not going to look the way it did. It's just a whole new level. And so how do we be open enough to explore new realms and bring in more levels of intimacy, vibrancy, and sexuality uh, into the relationship? Yeah, I agree. And, and on your, your comment earlier, I agree. I, I went through that for a long time. Uh, I think whenever I'd attract, uh, I wouldn't say whenever there's no, I'm not a big fan of like all or never, but I'd say I had, I can think of some specific experiences where um, I, I kind of didn't own what my desires were and I shared them. And then my partner at the time was like, well, that's not my deal. And instead of kind of holding true or gently, playfully seducing her towards that, or, you know, like, I think there's, and that's what my lesson was from it. It was, I just kind of surrendered and was like, okay, well, I'll just shut this down for her. And then what I realized is I was shutting that down in me. Um, and it was a really good lesson of not, and, and in hindsight, after the relationship ended, I realized I could have been, I could have been, um, strong with that boundary, but I could have been playful and, and enrolling her in that because again, everybody comes from a different background. Maybe she had a bad experience or something happened was tra traumatizing. So she put a boundary up when she had a bad, bad experience that had nothing to do with me. And again, I can, if there's a reason that it's fun to me or playful to me or expansive to me and open to me, I could invite her into that world in a gentle, playful, patient, loving way uh, that would have given a lot of space. Now that, that was one of the big lessons that I learned. And so now going forward, I'm very open, very communicative and clear, you know, about where I'm at and what that looks like. So, you know, if there's men listening, I, I think it is a challenge and I relate to it because I was challenged with it for a long time. But to me, just having the safety, the freedom, uh, safety in yourself is where it comes from first is to feel expressed and like you're not hiding something, you know, like you're not hiding your desires secretly and then getting them met through porn or through strip clubs or other avenues, cheating or whatever, to me, it's like you're more communicating, hey, here's what I desire. And and then you're working first and enrolling your partner into exploring that with you. And, and be gentle, be patient, look, look for what him or her needs. You know, you might need to be gentler or more patient or um, they may need some more emotional time. Maybe you're purely physical and they need some more emotional time and your their emotional love tank is empty. And you're craving physical, but you're not get, they're not meeting their needs. So I think there's ways that we can meet them where they're at and then enroll them towards us. And if at some reason it's never going to go there, 
then you get to make some, some, some clear decisions, you know, or talk through it. So, but I definitely yeah, agree with exactly. you. It's super important. Yeah. And I, I think that is one of the main reasons. I mean, I, I can tell you just from experience that uh, before the last few relationships that I've had, um, I never felt that. And again, this was my projection. There was no base. It wasn't based at all in reality that they wouldn't be able to handle or uh, they, they maybe not wouldn't appreciate or um, accept or whatever. The fact that maybe I still had, um, you know, uh, eyes and attractiveness, you know, that I, that I saw other women attractive or that I masturbated or whatever it happened to be. Um, and so, you know, you would hide that even though you weren't necessarily doing anything, there wasn't any infidelity in the relationship. Uh, you, you, you almost shame that little piece of yourself and that energy comes out and women are, you know, they're such energetically sensitive creatures, um, in a really beautiful way. It's just in like, they feel that you know when your man is like hiding a little bit, something from you. Um, and you're like, you know, you find her attractive or like, did you masturbate? And you're like, Oh no, 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 no. Just get to, no, I don't know. Of course not. And it's, it's like, she knows like you're, you're full of shit. And, um, you know, I, I think sometimes when, you know, guys hide a lot of that stuff and I don't think they do it on purpose. I don't think they do it in a necessarily a spiteful way. Um, and, and in a way that is, um, you know, meant to be mischievous, but they just don't, they, I don't think they've ever really had the permission to say like, yeah, it's okay to express yourself that way. What I have found is that when you come into a relationship, you know, maybe it's in the beginning. I mean, I can't tell you how many guys that are just briefly dating, you know, maybe they got out of a relationship and they're like, I'm, I'm enjoying dating lots of new women and exploring, um, you know, lots of, you know, beautiful experiences. And, you know, they meet someone, they're like, oh, you dating anybody? They almost immediately say, no, nope, I'm not dating anybody. No, oh, I, 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 I just want to date one person when that's kind of a lie. And they're afraid to be transparent because they're saying what they think she wants to hear, you know, and, and, and that happens vice versa as well. Um, but I think that a lot of times this becomes a, um, uh, a big reason why a lot of men cheat too. Um, so, you know, having transparency. And I think one of the biggest things is um, it doesn't all have to come out at once, but your, your confidence and your, um, you know, belief in how you see your own sexuality in yourself gets conveyed in the relationship and it gets conveyed in the way that you speak about it. Um, and when you are comfortable with it, more often than not, your woman is comfortable with it. Now I I've been with girls, you know, there's been time when I was just dating and, and I was just looking for lovers at the time and wasn't looking for anything specific, but I was open for possibilities. And I was like, you know, well, you know, I'm, I know that you may be looking for, you know, one on relationship, but right now I am just kind of, you know, dating and, um, that's not what I want. And, um, even if they said, okay, cool, that doesn't necessarily work for me, but they 
had always respected me because of it, because I was always transparent and forthright about what I wanted and they knew where I stand. And I think it's a really big thing um, in relationships is to just kind of know where your, your, your partner stands in that zone. Right. And all I can say is like, here's where I am now. I don't know where I'm going to be next week because that may change. But if it does change, I'm more than happy to tell you with where I am. And I hope you do the same for me because ultimately I want to make sure that your needs are getting met and I want to make sure that our needs are getting met. And, you know, like you said earlier, sometimes you have to have a, a very difficult decision. You know, maybe sometimes it's like, well, I'm not getting my needs met and I'm, you know, the other person's just not feeling, you know, just very sexual, um, just for whatever reasons and maybe health, maybe whatever, you know, um, but the other person's like, I, I need more of that type of connection or I need more sex. And maybe they say, Hey, maybe we look outside the relationship or maybe it's like, you know, this is an important piece to me. Maybe we, you know, shift the relationship to a different level and, you know, maybe we split ways. I don't know what it is, but what I do know is that when you have that conscious conversation in place in the relationship, it makes wherever you guys are getting to, um, that much easier. Because ultimately, you don't want to be in a relationship where you're not being fully fulfilled, um, you know, through sexuality and through communication. Now, it's a, you know, it's always a give and take, and it, it, it's 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 never 100% on all ways. But I think when you can have that type of dynamic, it it changes the whole direction of the relationship. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Um, so I think that's. Um, anything else you possibly want to add about feeling free in the relationship? Is there anything else that you feel that would make you feel free in a marriage, in a relationship? I think the only other thing is just the space. I like, I like, I like the balance of space. So I think the balance of um, where, you know, where you can, and again, I, here's where I'm at. I don't know what that looks like, but just the safety of, Oh, Hey, I need to recalibrate you know, whatever that looks like. It could be a moment. It could be a day. It could be a week. It could be whatever. But, but if I'm committed to a partner for me, when I'm taking space, it's not that I'm leaving them. It's not that I'm pursuing other women. It's that I'm recalibrating with my energy and it's really important to me. So to me that that's a must that somebody is okay with that and actually admires that of like, wow, okay. That I, I appreciate that about you, that you'll take space because you appreciate the relationship to recalibrate if something's off or to get clarity on where you're at. If you're a little confused, like just any of that to me, I, I find I get clarity when I'm in total space with me. And if I, in the past when I would just try to rush things and I'm not, I can't feel me, then I I'm not clear and I'm unclear. So then they're mad that I'm unclear. And if I try to take space, they're mad. So it's like, I, I realized I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to play around them again. And so to me, I'm just really clear. I'm a creature that needs, I'm an introvert. I need a lot of space. Um, of course, when I'm into somebody, I can be very connected and very present and very there, but I still need to calibrate and I still need space to, to get clarity and to feel me and my purpose and my mission and who I am. So that would, that's also another area that's just really important that somebody appreciates that, respects it, uh, and actually admires it. To me, I recently was, was um, communicating with somebody who was like, oh, I'm so, I'm so grateful you take time to get clarity and to come back with thoughtfulness. And it was so refreshing because I was like, oh man, I'm used to like the space being a big problem a lot of times in relationships. Cause I'm like, when I get ungrounded, 
or, and I also take on way too much. So it's like I take on so much and then I try to fill the gaps with the relationship. And sometimes I'm just maxed. It's like the outputs are like filled up and I can't process anything. And I just need to kind of go re- rejuvenate. And uh, so somebody that can totally get it, appreciate it and support it would be ideal. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm the same way. And like, um, I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast. I just got back from a one week trip where me and Michelle take a, at least a week off by ourselves just to rejuvenate every, um, you know, every year we do one or two trips a year and just the, just the, the freedom to know that you have a little bit of space to, Hey, if I need to go inward a little bit, or I need to take this time or I need to go out with my boys, um, it's, it's really important. And I think that's a big thing that, that a lot of men are afraid of too. And again, I know I'm speaking for a lot of men, but that's just because I am a man and, you know, I have a lot of brothers that, um, that's one of the fears is that they may not have time to, to do the things that they love to do because they're in a relationship. And I can tell you when you're in the right relationship, you'll feel like you have more freedom to do what you need to do. And what I've also found is that you don't feel like you need to express it as much, but knowing that it's there as an option is, is game changing. And, and that, that alone is the feeling because you have to figure when you go and need to take those little breaks for yourself, um, you know, that isn't the vast majority of the time. The vast majority of time is just the feeling that you know that you have that as an option, right? So that's, that's a really critical one. So, um, yep, I would completely agree with you. So, so let's go ahead. We'll, we're going to go ahead. I think we went a little over on this one, but we'll go ahead and uh, table that from there and, and reopen this, this whole idea of uh, freedom again, because it is so critical to, uh, to one's ultimate fulfillment. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. your personal, relational, or business fulfillment to the next level. With one-on-one personal support, co-developed strategies, and accountability, Scott and Joshua have the tools, compassion, and years of experience helping people just like you live an extraordinary life. Southern California region, our Men's Mastering Freedom Retreat is offered quarterly for individuals seeking to increase their fulfillment in an extended weekend gathering. This is an incredibly powerful and transformative weekend, and just for our podcast listeners, there is a $200 discount just for mentioning the podcast. Visit masteringfulfillment.com slash retreat for details.